Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? The last couple days I've put out three straight videos talking about high risk, high reward running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. So I'm going to finish this series by talking about the high risk, high reward tight ends. So these are players who have some really high ceilings, but also carry a decent amount of risk with them. So you really have to balance that upside, you know, with also their potential downside this year. If you guys are watching this video and you find yourself enjoying the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That really helps support me and this channel out a lot, and I would really appreciate it. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Are you going to be drafting these two tight ends that I talked about, or are they just a little bit too risky for you this year? Let me know down below and I'll respond back to you. But let's get into it. The first tight end that I think is a high risk, high reward pick. This may come as a little bit of a surprise, but it is Travis Kelsey. He's obviously being drafted as the tight end one, pretty clearly ahead of every other tight end. He's actually the seventh overall player off the board. So behind the six running backs, he's right there after those guys. And I think his risk here comes entirely from this very high ADP. I don't think there's much doubt that Travis Kelsey is going to go out and have another great season. He probably has the best odds clearly of finishing as the tight end one overall. I mean, he's just been the definition of consistency, putting up top finishes year after year. From 2014 to 2020, he's only missed two total games, so he's on the field. You never have to worry about that. And then he's been the tight end one in points per game for the past three seasons, so he has totally earned this tight end one label. But here's the thing. For him to live up to this current ADP being drafted as the number seven player off the board, he'll have to replicate this 2020 season, which was his best season ever, or maybe even improve on it to truly live up to this value here. In 2020, he went for a career high 1,416 receiving yards, and he also caught a career high 11 touchdowns. And I'm just not sure the odds are great for him to outperform those numbers. You know, he had a new ceiling in volume and in getting into the end zone. So I'm just not 100% confident that he's going to be able to replicate that. And that's a lot of pressure to have because even if he finishes as the number one overall tight end, even by potentially a decent margin, he could still underperform this ADP. So I don't know how comfortable I'm going to feel drafting a guy where he, you know, puts up top tier numbers, is the best guy at his position, and he still ends up being a bust. That kind of tells me that his ADP is just a little bit too high. And the thing is, is that if you miss on this pick, you're likely going to be kissing your season goodbye because where Kelsey's being drafted, you could be picking a mid-tier running back one to anchor your team for the entire season. He obviously has the ability to provide a huge positional advantage, but you can kind of also find that positional advantage in the late second and early third with Waller and Kittle for much less risk. So if you're drafting Travis Kelsey this early, you better hope he replicates that 2020 season or maybe even improves on it for you to get your money's worth here. The second tight end I'm going to talk about is Kyle Pitts. He's being drafted as the tight end four behind that big three of Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. And this is a late fourth round pick using underdog ADP. If I had to guess, he'd probably be going more in the fifth round, mid to late fifth, you know, once the majority of drafts start to get rolling. But this is where he's at right now. And this is the definition of high risk, high reward. He's definitely risky because we've never seen him play in an NFL game. He's a rookie, never taken an NFL snap before. And so we literally don't know what it's going to look like when he's on the field. 
and he's also being drafted ahead of proven fantasy tight ends like TJ Hawkinson, who finished with solid numbers last season and also had his situation improve around him, and then Mark Andrews, who's finished as a high-end tight end one. And another kind of risky aspect to Kyle Pitts is that tight ends have historically struggled as rookies. You know, this has been a widely talked about thing for the past couple of years for fantasy. In the past 18 seasons, the most receiving yards in a season for a rookie tight end was 189 yards. So, you know, they even struggled to break that 1,000 yard barrier, which is likely around where he's going to need, you know, to really live up to this ADP. Right now, the current betting line for the over under of Pitt's receiving yards is 918. So, he is expected to outperform basically every rookie tight end except for Ditka. So, that is a decent sign for him. But if we're looking at Pitt's upside, he definitely has a lot. If I had to pick one tight end, who is outside of that top three tight end group that I think has the best chance of breaking in, you know, to that top three, I think it would have to be Kyle Pitts. He'll have a prime opportunity to step into this Falcons offense and produce right away. I love this fit with head coach Arthur Smith. He loves to utilize his tight ends. We saw how Johnny Smith was used as a red zone threat last year. He scored at nine touchdowns, which was third amongst tight ends. And I think overall, Kyle Pitts is just a much more talented weapon than Jonu Smith is, especially just, you know, in total volume and yardage. Also, with Julio being traded, that number two receiving role is totally up for grabs, and I think it should be reserved for Kyle Pitts, and I think that's what will happen this year. I think he's going to take over behind Calvin Ridley as the number two in that offense. If he's truly as good as these scouts and experts have been talking about, you know, one of the best tight end prospects of all time, I've watched him. He looks great. You know, you don't see many flaws in terms of his fantasy production. I think his biggest weakness is his blocking. And you know, if he can't block that well, so they have to put him out wide, I mean, that's still fine for his fantasy value. So if he can produce at the level that a lot of people think he can and should, he's going to have high fantasy value right away. It's definitely a dangerous pick here because you're passing up solid wide receiver twos in this range and also lower end running back twos for basically an unproven asset. But if he does hit, it's going to be a very solid value for you and a value at tight end you're probably not going to find much later in the draft. All right, those are the two tight ends that I think are high risk, high reward this year. It's Travis Kelsey and Kyle Pitts. Obviously, that's very relative to their ADP. You know, overall, I think Travis Kelsey is going to have a great season, but it's risky because he is being picked so high. So ADP definitely is a factor here. But that's what I've got for you guys today. Remember, if you enjoyed this video, please just hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know down below, are you going to be drafting Travis Kelsey or Kyle Pitts at their current ADP? Are you buying that upside or are they just a little bit too risky for you this year? Let me know down below and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But thank you guys for stopping by, watching and listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.